You are so right. Forget about that guy. Forget about the way you fell into his eyes. Forget about his charms. Forget about the way he held you in his arms. What's good, y'all? This is the Elmer Perspective. This is Jay. And this is Mike. We're coming to you live from uh, White Center, Washington. Just the two of us today. Um, we played that clip just now um, to show respects to the late, great Gilbert Gottfried. That was from uh, Adla- or Adla- no. <laughs> That was from Aladdin 2. He played Iago, iconic for our generation. He also did SNL. Um, oh, sorry. He also did SNL and a lot of other projects. He voiced a lot of characters, and uh, he will be missed. Uh, I, didn't know, I didn't even know he passed, Mike, until you told me uh, just now, five minutes ago. Yeah, it happened today, earlier. I saw the report, and I was like, dang. Because I was looking for something that we could talk about today, so that was the big thing in the news. Uh, another big thing in the news that I saw, um, we'd like to give our thoughts and prayers, as useless as that may sound, to um, the victims of the New York subway shooting that occurred today. That's right, that's right. Um, we have a couple listeners in the New York area, so we're glad to hear that you guys are safe, and... It just seemed like a crazy situation. Did you hear about that at all? Um, I saw part of it uh, when I was on TikTok today because I follow ABC News and they were going live. And they were showing some clips. Someone threw off a smoke bomb in the subway and someone was firing off shots. So, yeah, that must have been really scary. Yeah, seems a little excessive if you ask me. Um, According to our news reporter down in New York, Mr. Chuck... uh, (laughs) The NYPD has a person of interest. Um, his name is Frank James. So Frank James, if you're out there, turn yourself in. His name is Frank James? I guess. What a generic ass name. How are you supposed to find this dude? Yo, what's up, Frank James? He's uh he looks to be of the darker complexion. <laughs> oh my god. I thought honestly, I'm not I'm not gonna try to be I guess this is racist, but I thought it was gonna be a white person. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be a white dude too. With the smoke bomb kind of before? That's... Yeah, when you showed me the picture, I was sitting there like, what? Oh, really? That guy did that? Wow. This ain't really like a darker skinned move right here. Um, unfortunately, I mean, not unfortunately, but fortunately, nobody has died yet. So yeah. that's great to hear. Um, 23 people injured is what it's saying on CNN. Yeah, some, I guess like 10 people shot and I guess the other 13 people got trampled on the way out. So that's scary. That's why we don't yell fire in the movie theater. It's like Black Friday at Walmart. Oh, for real. Damn, that's insane though. It's like Jon Snow in the dark, the long night, that one episode in the eighth season where he's just getting trampled, and I'm like, damn, this dude about to die? Dude, every time something like this happens, I always wonder, what would I do in this situation? Right. And I always think about, like, the craziest shit. Like, yeah, no, you would never do that. you just sit there and run with everybody else. But I'm like, I'd be a superhero or some shit in my, in my legend, in my mind. But that's insane. I'm happy that nobody died. I hope... Uh, yeah, they figure out a way to find this dude. That's how you know America's getting back to uh, its normal self. We're getting back to a lot of shootings. Um, a couple have happened at schools. Uh, just the usual American life. Even crime was social distancing. Yep, it came back. He said, I got my vaccine and my booster. Yeah, it feels good, man. I mean, I'm about to start going to some Mariners games. I'm really excited. Yeah, you got to cop yourself a... Uh, I think his name is Jose Rodriguez. (laughs) 
Yeah, when you asked me who that was, man, we're being so racist right at the beginning of this. Well, Mike asked me who, if I knew who Jose Rodriguez was, and I was like, dog, there's like a hundred Jose Rodriguez's in the MLB. Like, I have no idea who you're talking about. And an MLB. Julio Rodriguez. That's why I was like, his name's not Jose. It's, it's, oh. it's Julio. Julio's a That's little, my bad, guys. It's a little bit more distinguished boy. I guess. He is the, Amer- uh, the Mariners' up-and-coming star. He just made the roster, opening day roster, and... Uh, my friend Aiko, who is very into baseball, he said I should cop myself a jersey while they're still cheap. And I was like, oh, snaps. Oh, he's going to be a franchise guy? Yes, I believe Ooh. so. He's the next dude. That's pretty crazy. And I follow the Mariners on TikTok, and he gets a lot of play on there. Dude, we needed a, a dope Hispanic player, too. Like, we really do. Yeah, well, hopefully we can support him because we'll remember Felix. Felix was dope. But he just never have run support. No. Like, he, he won a gold glove. Is that the one? No, he won the Cy Young. Cy yeah. Cy Award, yeah. And he never had run support. Like, he, he dropped, like, two, two runs, which is great. But we would only get one. Yeah. <laughs> so, hopefully, this, this guy's an outfielder, and he can hit pretty well, too. So, okay. Go, so we're still in the sports realm. Have you heard about Quan Sanity? This is still baseball. No. Okay, this is kind of, I think this is kind of racist just because the last time any sanity was used in a sports world. It was Lin Sanity. It was Lin Sanity. <laughs> <laughs> and now this Asian guy in baseball, uh, his name is Mr. Kwan. I don't know. I forgot his first name, but he, he broke history because he got on base. He's 15 for 15 getting on base in his first four games. Oh, my God. And that's unheard of. I think he broke a record that's been held since 1901. Mm-hmm. So they're calling it Quan-sanity. And I'm like, that's the best y'all could come up with? Yeah, all the... I will say this, though. I will say this, though. So, like, when um, Jeremy Lin, he was playing with the Knicks at the time. Yep. A Chinese-American kid, played at Harvard, and he ended up with the Knicks. But uh, he had, like, a two-week stretch of time in, like, the late 2000s where he was just, like... Dogging everybody. He was crazy. He was getting, like, 25 to 35 points a game. He was hooping people. And everybody's like, yo, where's this Asian dude playing basketball coming from? Because, you know, people don't really look at Asian people as good hoopers, but he was balling out. And they, like Mike said, they entitled his run Lin Sanity. Uh, but all those nicknames they gave him were pretty uh, were pretty clever, honestly. Like, Nintendo. Uh, what was the other? Oh, there's so many. I can't remember now, but... Yeah, that is kind of, kind of fucked up, man. What do we call him? Quansanity? Quansanity, yeah. See, I'm not really a baseball guy, but I'm excited for uh, was he, Julio Rodriguez. Now that you're talking about him, I can't wait to go watch some games and uh, see him perform. So. Yeah, for real. Steven Quan is the kid's name, and he's from the Bay Area, so he's putting on for the Bay Area Asians and Pacific Islanders since we're on the same freaking line. Who's he play for? He plays for the Cleveland Indians. Mm. Or Guardians, sorry. They got a name change in the That's last right. season. They're the Guardians now. Yeah. Them and the Washington Generals. Yeah. <laughs> Commanders, too. Commanders. Yeah, whatever. Same crappy name. What name is worse? The Guardians or the Commanders? I think the Commanders. You think Commanders is worse? Yeah, especially because of like the area that that team is located in. The Washington Commanders. Like, what? He was about to, they're about to be a coup. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I just don't like that name, to be honest. I dig, there's way better names. Yeah, I saw on Twitter and ESPN all the names they were throwing around. And I was like, Commanders? That's the best y'all got? 
I kind of like, I don't really like the hockey team. They the Washington Webbles. <laughs> wow. Like, Alliteration is key. Washington Webbles. <laughs> fucked up. Who talks like that? Web- Webbles. Webbles. Pig, pig, I think you couldn't, you couldn't call them the Webbles because the Hispanic people would be like the Webbles. <laughs> doesn't that mean like balls <laughs> or eggs? The Webbles? Yeah. <laughs> this is fucked up. <laughs> This whole beginning conversation. This is what happens when you're not here, Stu. This is what we do. Come on, we, we need you. But um, yeah, I mean, people say we talk about sports too much, but God, man, we just love it, especially when there's like lulls in the week. Not that the shooting in Brooklyn's a lull; that's definitely newsworthy. But Quan Sanity's a lull. Yeah, it's not a lull for what he's doing. Can like keep doing what you're doing, kid. But just that's that's what they decided to call it. It's lazy. Yeah, I was playing basketball on Saturday, and I w- it was like the third play of the game, and I jumped up for the – I thought he was going to shoot, but it was like a football player kind of guy. So I jumped up to try and block the shot, and he hit me in my legs. Next thing you know, I'm coming at the ground very fast. And just I landed right on my elbow. Coming at the ground. And uh, luckily my belly was big enough to absorb some impact. I was just like, Ugh! And they're like, are you okay? Here, look at my elbow. <laughs> Nice, it's gnarly. It's purple. Yeah, it was, it was quite the spill. Speaking of uh, sports and people passing, I know everybody heard about uh, Dwayne Haskins last week, Ohio State standout quarterback. He uh, was with, currently with the Pittsburgh Steelers, but he passed away, uh, what, last Friday, last Thursday? Yeah, something like that. I think he was jogging kind of late at night, early in the morning, and he got hit by a car. On the freeway? On the freeway. He got hit by a car and... Uh, Southern Florida. Pretty unfortunate, pretty unfortunate. And I think the uh, more unfortunate thing we were talking about this entire time was Adam Schefter's tweet. That's yeah. kind of big on social media right now. But uh, Do you have the tweet? Can you read it for our fans who may not be exposed to Adam Schefter like that? Yeah, I'll find it right now. So for those of you who don't know, Adam Schefter is a ESPN NFL reporter, pundit, whatever you want to call him. But, uh, he breaks news. He breaks news. But uh, upon the passing of Dwayne Haskins, Adam Schefter posted on Twitter, and I quote, Dwayne Haskins, a standout at Ohio State before struggling to catch on with Washington and Pittsburgh in the NFL, died this morning when he got hit by a car in South Florida. And people are having uh, or finding an issue with his comments about him struggling. Very in insensitive, I guess. And, uh, I mean, you're in the NFL, right? Yeah, I mean, number one, the least important thing about this person when he died was uh, his quality of play. His stats. Yeah. Who was he as a person? Like, did he inspire people? Did he pay the tuition of his sister so that she could follow her dreams? Uh, I don't know. I mean, he's probably one of the first people in his family to go to college. I I don't know that for sure, but he's a lot of people that play ball in college are some of the only people that went to college in their families. And so, I mean, he uh, was kind of blazing a trail and he did a pretty damn good job. So whether or not he ended up starting in the NFL, that's the hardest position in American sports. So, I mean... I mean, and this year he could have definitely competed for the job with Mitch Trubisky and freaking Mason Rudolph. So it's like, we don't know what Mitch has got to do. And Mason Rudolph sucks. Duck Rogers sucks. Yeah, so we don't... So it could have been his year. It's very sad to hear about. Uh, 25. I'm sure more details will come out. It just seems very fishy to me. Like, 
So uh, the first story said that he ran out of gas, and so he's walking on the freeway to a gas station. He got hit by a dump truck. It just seems so weird. Like, that's like why wouldn't you call an Uber? Or you have all this money, and you can't... I mean, I don't know. I don't want to hate on him, but it's very sad. Very sad. I mean, me personally, I would have called an Uber to get to the gas station. But we don't know. We don't know what time it was. We don't know if his phone's about to die. Like, we really have no idea. I mean, you got a car charger, my guy. You could turn the car on and just charge the phone a little bit. No, but it's just, uh, yeah, it's very unfortunate. Rest in peace, Dwayne Haskins. I'm Shafter. That was a shit take, bro. And then to follow it up, he said, "Oh, come view my apology on my podcast." That's what we should start doing. We should just start saying outlandish shit, and then we'll tweet, "Hey guys, check out our podcast for our apology. We're, <laughs> we're super sorry." Oh my god. Crying yeah. emoji, crying emoji. That was the dirtiest part about this, is like that was super self serving because you know his podcasts don't get as much run as some of the other bigger names. I mean <coughs> but like just free advertisement for him. Like, hey, let me make this shit take about this dead person and then use it as traffic for my podcast. But anyways, like I said before, RP Dwayne Hoskins, very unfortunate. God. I'm tired of people dying, bro. Young people dying, especially, bro. It's freaking crazy. People telling people that. <laughs> oh, my God. Something like that. Uh, yeah, what else is going on in the world? Uh, have you heard that a couple episodes ago we talked about how the Seattle was going to tr- think about installing gondolas yes. that go from West Seattle to downtown Seattle? Um, like we said, uh, the study that they did showed that it wasn't going to be a feasible uh, action towards getting people across the water. Um, It wasn't efficient. (laughs) You could only do like 300 people every six minutes. Say it, bro. Whereas the light rail can take like 800 people in five minutes. So, yeah, it wasn't feasible. Yeah, let's make a floating elevator, like a hanging elevator. Like that's basically what they were talking about. But I was like cracking a joke. I was like, yo, maybe these guys listen to our podcast. Yeah, they did. They were like, the people have spoken. (laughs) They don't want this. And we're the normies, bro. Like the people that would take public transportation to get to work. They're just like, you know what? Nah, Nah, that's not safe. But you know, like the same with the light rail. Like the light rail goes to certain places that won't take the bus. Yeah. Like I'm sitting there like these people, like like the, the east side, right? East Lake. There's light rail stations that stop in some of the richest neighborhoods in East Lake, and I'm like, none of these people take public it's all transportation. Their housekeepers. <laughs> oh, actually, that's pretty funny. That makes sense. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, yo, what the fuck? You don't need to pay these housekeepers more, so they don't have to like, what do you call it? A bit like commit an entire. My taxes paid for that, so they better use it. <laughs> it's so funny too. Like uh, Eastern Washington, it's like more of a rural farming area, and these people are upset because their taxes are going to the light rail and they're just like, why do we have to pay for something we don't use? And I'm like, yo, why do we have to pay the majority of the taxes for you guys? Like, yeah, we take care of y'all over here. Yeah, what are you guys doing over there? Nothing. I'm like, Farming shit? We buy all your guys' shit. It's like, we need you guys, East we Side. Your, we pay for your electricity over here? Come on, get over yeah, here. Come on, man. We're, why can't we all be friends? Yeah, they wanted to become their own state once. I saw that circulating. Uh, yep. Like five, six years ago. Fuck like, it, we'll become our own state too with Oregon and Northern Cal. 
So then I'm like, yo, watch your guys' whole part of the state fall apart without us. Because you know now, like, it's import across state lines. So we're going to tax the shit yeah. out of them to bring their apples over here. But they grow all the weed over there. And whatever, bro. We get, we've been getting our weed from California for years. They're, we'll be all right. We're no, right. I don't want California weed. California weed sucks. <laughs> California weed, they used to say theirs was the best. They're liars. I went down to California and their weed was mid. Mid-major. Anybody who could say it's different, you don't be smoking, dog. Yeah, it's funny because a lot of, like, Hollywood rich and the famous would come up to Washington to buy weed from up here for, for a long time. They like, literally fly up here just to buy drugs. So, I mean... Tyler, the creator, was just here this last week, and he said during his concert that he would suck Seattle's dick so hard. And you know what? That's the kind of love that I'm looking for. <laughs> What other uh, super famous people love it here in Seattle? Um, Tech Nine. Conan's wife is from here. Conan O'Brien. O'Brien, yeah. Uh, my aunt does her phone contract or used to. <laughs> Same with uh, Colin Coward. He's from uh, where is he from? He's from like Mercer Island, Bainbridge Island, little town area, something like that. I you think... know who's not from here is Russell fucking Wilson. Adios. Let's not talk about that again. You want to buy his house? It's $28 million. It was a beautiful house, too, on Lake Washington. Yeah. Right on the water. You can see it from the dog park over there on Mercer Island. Yeah, it's in Bellevue. Yeah, it's super nice. I don't know. Who's the next guy going to be up in there? Future! <laughs> Future going to be in there crying. Future going to be listening to Drake while he's Smelling the there. pillow. <laughs> I miss you, baby. Hey, with Kanye. Gonna have a with my son. <laughs> <laughs> Kanye gonna do a little kumbaya session there. Yeah. Like, I know how you feel, man. I know how you feel. You fuck these guys. <laughs> these corny ass motherfuckers. Just taking our girls. That's so funny though, because they are like the corniest dudes. We talked about it last week with uh, Russell Wilson. They were like uh, not as cool as these two are, but they bag their girls. So I can yeah. What can you say? <laughs> fuck, man. Yeah, guys. Uh, that's why I was like going on live today. I was like sitting there like. What are we gonna talk about today? What is newsworthy? I know. Uh, Any good suggestions? Not really. They want us to talk about you know a lot of random things, but in politics, um, was it Kintaji, the Supreme yep. Court justice lady? She's getting confirmed recently. That's beautiful. Mixed reviews out of that. Yeah, I saw that uh, the Vice President Harris, he pulled over the two, the only two black senators and asked them, like she gave them a task. And she was like, go ahead, you write to like a young woman in your life and young black woman, right? inspire her. And yeah, so one wrote to his daughter and I don't know. It's pretty crazy. And the backlash too, you know, we talked about it before, but the backlash too is uh, pretty insane. Leslie Graham and that gang over there. It's like, what are you, you guys ask the craziest questions. But it's crazy because like they'll say things like, uh, she's the least qualified, she's not qualified at all. Then when you go over her record, it's like... They said child porn was about to be legalized if she got confirmed. Yeah, so Still hasn't happened. Crazy. They're talking about how she sentenced uh, pedophiles. Like Yeah, she gave one like three months or something. Yeah. But she would talk about it too. She was like, when she discussed like her record, she was like, you have to look at the offense and then like, you know, the trends, right? Is there, is there grounds for certain things, right? Based upon how other people were sentenced. 
whether you like it or not, it's just kind of like, she's not the one to set the precedent, right? That's not what she was trying to do. So, I mean, it's not like nobody's gonna be perfect, but she is qualified. Yeah, they really just made her look super smart every time they asked her a stupid ass question. What I've read too, which I didn't know about her, is she's the only Supreme Court justice that actually clerked for the Supreme Court. Mm, hey, so she's the homegrown. Only, like the only one. And they were talking about how she's clerked at pretty much every level of the judiciary system. Oh my God. Judiciaries. Oh my God. I sound like Stuart. Like, what's happening? Like, what's going on right now? Channeling him. Oh my God. But yeah, um, yeah, that's pretty crazy. This weekend, we have my dad's 70th birthday. Whoa, whoa. 7 0, bro. We were talking about it this weekend. Like, dude, you were alive during the Kennedy assassination, MLK, and the civil rights. Did you say that's my cousin? <sighs> <laughs> Funny story, everybody, and I'm going to tell you guys this right now. My father wholeheartedly believes that we are related to Jacqueline Kennedy. She's, yeah. I don't remember what her maiden name is, but, yeah, he said that. It's Jennings. <laughs> <laughs> I just look at shit. Let's look at shit. What is Jacqueline Kennedy's maiden name? Oh, my gosh, it is Jennings. Revere. <laughs> so my dad talked about it. He was just like, yeah, the Jennings family, we're French and English, and we have a relation to her through, like, a great-great-great-grandfather. I'm just like, all right. Nice. Get the fuck out of here. Me too, dog. And it all makes sense why he sent us to Kennedy High School now. Like, yep. All... Like, we, get, we should get a discount, right? We should get a family <laughs> discount, bro. I'm sitting there like, oh, damn, I've definitely made a list of the hottest first ladies. And Jacqueline Kennedy was definitely on that list. And that's my great, great, great aunt. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Want some Star Wars incest shit right there. I seen this crazy episode of Catfish, right? Mm -hmm. And because it was like during COVID times, everybody's on like a laptop. They're all on Zoom doing this Catfish episode. And... The guy's like, I just want to know who this is. And the whole time, <laughs> this is so burnt. The whole time he was freaking texting, his sister was playing a trick on him. <laughs> she was like, you're a thought, and I wanted you to feel like a thought. Oh, my God. And the dude just started breaking down. Like, he was like, why, why did you do that to is me, man? <laughs> yeah, he was like, I was sending you weird messages and shit, man. <laughs> I was like, Whoa. Therapy. Oh, yep, he's gone. I would need therapy for sure. That's why you don't be thirsty, guys. My bro, I sent dick pics to my sister. R.I.P. <laughs> therapy. Man. Ask her and uh, his future wife to compare notes. Yeah, for real. God damn it, that's fucking gross. From Alabama? You'd think, I don't know, it's, they sound southern. That's pretty insane, it's pretty insane. Yeah, this shit is wild, bro. Oh, one thing they did ask us to talk about is our take on, let me see, alpha male podcasts and how we feel about it, seeing as we're uh, trying- We're super to, alpha male podcasts. We're trying, to, we're trying to build up our podcast. And uh, yeah, people want to know, like, how do we feel about alpha male podcasts? Like, what is it, Fresh and Fit and like some of those boys? I feel like a lot of them just say things for shock value. It's not like- genuine and sincere like they don't really think that like not not all the things they say but because like they won't give views unless it's shocking 
That's why that's why our views went down, I guess, because we're just not shocking enough. Yeah, we really aren't. Buttfucker! I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out a way for us to talk about some spicy subjects, but we're kind of a balanced individuals and we're real chill. You know, we're we're Polynesian, we're island people. Mike's a stoner, like we really don't we really don't have a lot of uh, controversial shit to say. Yeah, man, just be nice, man. <laughs> as far as Fresh and Food is concerned, this is like a sound bite from them. Right. And the reason, man, there's right. no such thing as a high-value woman that's independent. Right. And okay. the reason why I say that is because a woman's value is determined by what caliber of man can she attract and retain. You know, a man's, a man's uh, value is determined by what can he create and what kind of value can he bring to the world. You know, so whether people want to accept it or not, female female beauty is consumed by men. We dictate the market. You know, a lot of women like to say, "Oh, I'm a." What's well, a buyer's market? <laughs> yeah, you know, everybody's familiar with that voice. Like that dude is. Uh, every time I see one of his posts, I'm just like, "Yo, who hurt this man? Like, what drove him into this villain?" Like, nothing like against the ladies on the podcast. I don't know any of them or what they do, but like. I feel like he just brings on a certain type of woman, like a a woman who is like that, like that it does confirm like everything he says. Is that he doesn't ever bring on like women that are doing shit, running shit. Yeah. So like women that are bosses with husbands and children. Yeah, and they ain't got no Wayne know. Hoskins on their podcast. You know what I'm saying? No, he's getting the under twenty five year olds that you know are just that like, are trying to catch a bag. Yeah. Meet some famous people. And it, it just makes it easy, you know? He doesn't have to have discourse in his podcast. He just gets to clown on these girls. Yeah, and they're not going to say shit. Not, I mean, they sometimes they chirp up and be like, well, this, this, and this for this dumb reason. And you're like, oh, well, I guess that makes him look way better. Yeah, and his comments, I don't know, man. Like, he really puts people in very specific boxes, right? It's like, the woman's job is to fuck her husband. Give him children to listen. That's basically what he boils it down. Cam Newton just is under fire for the saying these exact same things. He was on a podcast the other day, like a couple days ago, and he said, you know, a lot of these women need to learn to just shut up and learn to please their man. But I will say that the entirety of what he said, he said it a little differently than he said. He's like, I do love, Cam Newton basically said, I do love women that got their own and are chasing, you know, are motivated, right? Have drive and ambition. He was just like, but there's times where women need to just support their band. Is basically what I got from it, and there's parts of that I can get, I get, or I can get behind. Um, and he also said that's the type of woman I want, right? And so if that's the type of woman you want, that's fine. And that's how he framed it. But these guys on these podcasts and so many other podcasts I see, they're making these general truth type of statements, right? It doesn't seem very alpha, like, like if it was ri- like okay. It's like you say, if you have to say you're king, then you're not a king. If you have to like, if you have to like constantly tell people why you're alpha, then you're probably not alpha. No. And when I'm looking at these dudes, these two guys that run this podcast, I'm like, yo, just life experience in my part. You guys are some of the last people that a girl will approach in a bar. Like nobody's chasing you around. Yeah, you just look like a cornball for real. Yeah. Like you're actually corny. They just seem like a bunch of hurt individuals that don't get any play. Just posing. Know? Yeah, it doesn't matter what they do. Yeah, there's other guy on there, he's a super professional guy, kind of says the same things. Some of his takes I can give behind, but you know, guys like this, uh, Kevin Samuels, those type of guys. Come for us. We got smoke. We want smoke. I will say Kevin Samuels, you know, he's a successful guy. Kevin Samuels is hilarious. Kevin Samuels. 
He is, uh, <laughs> I think he's like a reality check for a lot of women. He is, for the very specific group of But he's kind of mean about it, I will say. He's very curt, for sure. I wouldn't be like that if I was in his position, but hey, like if that's his way of reaching people. That's his character. That's his brand. He also says a lot of things I can get behind because he'll talk about, you know, how important it is to be married for men. Like some of the most powerful and rich men like in the world, they're all married, right? He talks about how being married improves men and it kind of strains Do those men, are they 100% faithful to their wives? I mean, that's hard to say. Like some are, some aren't, you know. I mean, if you're making so much money, it doesn't matter. I mean, maybe. See, the rules change. Like, we all thought that fucking Will Smith and Jada were, like, the happiest home and, like, the couple we aspired to be Goals. With. But you don't know. Couple goals. But then you talk about, like, Denzel and his wife. Like, Actually, like, those two are amazing. Every week that's passed since Will Smith slapped Chris Rock, Jada is just dragging my dude. Like, it just makes it look so much worse for what Will did, in my opinion. Because it really does. It's just like, okay, going back to the initial incident, like him laughing, looking over, and then seeing her not happy, and then getting angry, like that seems disingenuine. Uh, and then like her coming out, like, I mean, she's not coming out. People are finding old footage of her saying like, oh, I cried. I didn't want to marry Will at all. I cried down the wedding, the, the aisle or whatever, whatever. And like, what? Why, why are we giving this lady any power? She's rude. She, if Will Smith wasn't with her, who would she be? Nobody. Does anybody talk about any other Tupac's exes? No. <laughs> Nobody. So it's, just, it's, it's bad. Like it's just, I feel bad kind of for Will, but that's I, the life he wants. He wants that so bad. I don't know why. He's like a, he's like a long-suffering type of person. Like he, I feel like out of everything I've listened to, all his podcasts, his audiobooks... He's like the type of person that feels like it's his responsibility to suffer for the sake of his marriage and family. Like that, you know, that yeah. spiritual kind of, we're married and so I have to go through the fire and do whatever. Gotta whip my bag. Ooh. You know what I mean? And it's just, he is allowing her to just say whatever she wants in the media. And I'm not saying that he has any control over what she says, but what he does have control over is fucking leaving. Like yeah. This guy, his kids are grown now. They don't really need. They're all financially parents. independent. Yeah. Like, why are you there, bro? Like, you're not happy. She's fucking other people. She's talking shit about you. Like, when he slapped Chris Rock, she, like, came out. And said, like, I wish he didn't do that. Yeah. I'm sitting there like, yo, if your family. Just you, stand by your man. I know, dog. And if your family, doesn't matter if you're married, your brother, sister, cousin, whatever, you defend in public and you scold in private. Like, that is textbook love right there. And you saw Will Smith's mama. Her statements versus Jada, the two women that are supposed to love him the most. His mom came out and said, that is not my son's character. That was an out of like pocket behavior move from him. And that's not who he is, right? That's all Jada had to say. Because she could acknowledge that it was a mistake, but she could also defend her husband and say, this is not who he is. But Maybe Ellen just brought some bad adrenochrome to the pre-party. Had Will feeling some type of Don't way. Don't go here. <laughs> it's all conspiracy. Don't go here. Uh, but yeah, man, just good luck to Will. All of his endeavors, he's not going to be doing much. <laughs> All his projects are getting canceled. Bad Boys 4. Banned from the Oscars for 10 years. I'm worried about Bel Air because I like Bel Air. Was he in it? Oh, he's no, the he producer. The producer, yeah. Uh, well, you know, someone else will produce it. <laughs> Bring in <it>, Jazzy Jeff. <laughs> I need a season two, man. I need a season two out of that show. 
but really enjoyed it. We'll go to like, I guess, you know, that's a good segue. We can talk about stuff we're watching right now. Moon Knight in full swing. Yeah, I've started watching that actually. It's all right. It's funny, he has like fucking, it rem, his character reminds me of a character that they did in DC in um, Doom Patrol named Jane. She has all these personalities in her head and each one of the personalities has a different superpower. <laughs> That's fucking dope. Yeah. So, but like, so she has to like go into this place in her head called the underground and bring one of the other people up. <laughs> and then it, it reminded me of Moon Knight because, all right, spoiler alert. Yeah, this guy has multiple personalities and. But if you, like, knew anything about Moon Knight, you would know that. Yeah, basically, his body is an avatar for an Egyptian god named Khonshu. And his personality, we haven't found it out yet, but the main avatar for this is another guy. But he thinks it's his body, which it's really not. It's like he's, he's a personality that's split off because of this union. And, uh, yeah, he has no idea what the And I is. think that the split has something to do with <clears throat> the contract that he has with the, the Egyptian god. Uh, maybe as a loophole of some sort. Maybe. Um, but it was hella funny <laughs> when they were like, put the suit on! And he came out in the freaking fresh fitted suit. He's like, ooh. Yeah. They're like, what the heck is that? <laughs> yeah, so the second personality, he didn't know how to change what Mike's talking about. And he had he accidentally changed into a random ass tuxedo instead of the main suit he's supposed to change into. And his other personality that usually runs shit, he's just like, yo, what the fuck are you wearing? Like, that's the wrong suit, bro. But I like this TV show for Marvel. It's a little creepier. It's a little darker. I think they're going to gradually go in that direction, like with uh, Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. That comes out in like two, three weeks. Dang. Um, Seems like uh, just got Spider-Man, and then we got another one. Yeah, and then a month after that is Thor Love and Thunder. Dang. Fucking crazy. And people are complaining because we haven't had a trailer for Thor Love and Thunder, but we haven't even gotten... They said Peter Quill's looking different. Yeah? Yeah, some, some change with Peter Quill's face. I was like, ooh, can't wait to see that. And these are some of his last movies, that actor. Was Chris he? Pratt. Chris Pratt. He's only going to make one more Guardians movie, and I think one more Avengers movie, and then he's done. I mean, he had a great run. He's from Washington. He is from Washington. He's yeah. uh, raised the 12th man flag at Seahawks Stadium yep. multiple times. Go Washingtonians. Love how that came full circle. Yep. <laughs> Just gotta love it. Gotta love it. We didn't plan that. No, we did it. Um... Goodness, what I've also thoughts? been watching. I started watching Atlanta, Donald Glover's TV show, Childish oh, yeah. Gambino. It's fire, yeah, it's really good. It's hella funny, hella funny. I just always watch that one scene when he goes to jail, and there's yeah, like, that but, trans girl in there. Like, that's my girl. <laughs> oh my god, hey, your girl, man, that's a dude. That scene is so fucking funny. And he's just sitting in between them, like, Bubble. I can move. I didn't tell you to move. What the <laughs> hell? He's like, oh. He's just he's like, a, why are you being so fucking weird? He's just like, I'm not. I'm they're just like, that dude's gay. <laughs> and then he was like, and then Charles Gambino mutters under his breath, sexuality is actually a spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a really well-written show. Uh, an episode they had that I thought was crazy was... Um, the. So the main character is Childish Gambino, a.k.a. Donald Glover. You might recognize him from the community. He was also in Spider-Man uh, 1, the first Spider-Man with Tom Holland. Yeah, Homecoming. Yeah, and he's like one of the best. Like he's buying guns from the Vulture people. Uh, but he, there's an episode where he, he's managing his cousin, who's a rapper, 
His name's Paperboy. And so there was an episode where it was such a strange episode. It was like, it was as if the te- like the whole show was done on a, uh, a black network. So like all of, they had like commercials for Swisher Sweets and Mickey's Malt Liquor and stuff. Which, and they were really good commercials. I was like, wow, this, the quality of this is very high. And uh, they had Paperboy talking about trans people. And it was, like, very similar to what's happening now with Dave Chappelle. And, and I was like, when did this come out? Like, because this is exactly what Dave Chappelle's going through and how he's explaining it. It's like, I just don't, like, I, it's hard for me to be recognizing of them when, like, I can barely even be recognized as a person. So I was like, dang, this is crazy. And then they had some weird-ass clip where this, some kid... Some uh, black kid, he was like, I identify as a 35-year-old white, white male. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was, it was uh, interesting. Oh, and they also had Justin Bieber, but he was black. And it was hilarious. <laughs> was it like the real Justin Bieber? No, no, that, that would have been... Yeah, it was just... <laughs> they were like, if Justin Bieber was in this universe, he's black. Yeah. And he was just like some kid who's... And they was at a charity basketball game mm. and the rapper dude Paperboy he's like man I don't like that guy I don't like Justin Bieber he's a, he's a buster and they start playing against each other and they start fighting on the court and stuff <laughs> and then it ends Justin Bieber comes to the podium and is like you know that that's not me guys you know I'm a friend of Christ oh my god <laughs> I just wanted to use this opportunity to debut a new single for my upcoming album Justice <laughs> oh my god Justin was going through his walk, his spiritual journey. Yeah, that shit was just freaking wild. Like, his whole album, when he would just go through his monologues talking about his spirit, spirituality, I'm saying, like, all right, bro. Like, we really don't care. But, like, we used to go to the conferences. Uh, so Justin Bieber's, like, when he does go to church, he goes to, like, what, the L.A. City Church or yeah, whatever, it's, whatever it's called, run call by Pastor Judah Smith. Corner? Cornerstone The now? corner, something like that. But when we was growing up, our church would go to Pastor Judah Smith. He used to be out here uh, because his dad started a church here, and they just grew, grew, grew. And now this dude's like a celebrity pastor, which is an interesting thing. Sounds it feels like an oxymoron. Yeah, right. Oh, it's like this doesn't seem right. But uh, like one of our spiritual leaders, when we were growing up in the church, for two, he was like the secondhand man to Judah Smith. I think he still is. So that's really cool. It's like, uh, we're like two things away from Justin Bieber. <laughs> church, man. Church. It's uh, kind of the Super Bowl week for church. It's Easter Sunday. That's uh, when everybody decides to go to church. One, one of the two, three times a year they do. Me personally, I'll be going to uh, my brother's church on Sunday. I gotta dress really well, because it's fucking Easter. Um, yeah, I don't know. I stopped going to church a long time ago. Like, uh... I mean, yeah, with our lifestyle. Yeah, and you know... <laughs> it's no fun being in church all fucked up, I'll tell you what, guys. Um, I'll never forget the one time I went <laughs> to church with my friends, and I was so hungover. Like, I could taste the alcohol on my breath. Yeah. And my aunt comes up to me and is like, Mike, do you want to go up to the... <laughs> do you want to leave? Do you want to go up to the altar call? I was like, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> No, hell I'm no. Make it up there. Oh, yak. <laughs> For real. In Jesus' name, hell oh, no. <laughs> no. 
Yeah, man, we put our time in. For those of you who don't know, Psalm 1's really taxed our kids in church. So we went to church like three, four times a week. Yep, with like... Tuesday prayer meeting. Choir practice. Uh, uh, choir Bible practice study. was so lame. Bible study, yeah. Youth night. Oh, Friday night youth yeah. service. Yeah, that was, and we were like in the heart of White Center, so... It was always, I, it always just felt active. Oh, it felt active, it did. Now I drive by that place, it's a Vern Fonk, and there's houses behind it, and mm-hmm. I'm like... I'm like, dang, that was a nice piece of property. I feel like we could have got more. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, and like the fact that that parking lot was always filled, you know, with our people. Yeah, playing volleyball, just kicking it. You're right, it did feel real communal. It felt like, you know, it was a heartbeat of that, you know, little town. But, uh, yeah, we don't really go to church anymore. I don't go to church for a lot of reasons, not just our lifestyle. We don't go anymore. <laughs> but churches now, it's not like that anymore. With uh, their church we used to have. It's very community, family-based church. Now it's yeah. very commercial, you know, building wealth type of thing. And I, all the churches, they play the same music. Venmo us your offering. You know what I mean? Like, all just play the same music. Freaking, like, schedule's the same. They all dress the same. I'm saying, like, yo, if I see one more person in biker jeans and Chelsea boots, I swear to God, man. Stuart, <laughs> we're coming for you. <laughs> and they all, the long, there was a, there was a season in there where all the church guys would wear... Like those biker jeans, long line t-shirts that went like halfway down their leg, and Chelsea boots, or like the Chucka boots. I'm sitting there looking at everybody, it's like, you go to church. You got the friends. I know you don't need those glasses. Like, but, oh my God. Yeah, I can't. I just feel like I'm being sold every time I go to church. It's like they're selling me on on stuff, you know? Yeah, it's like I already know. (laughs) Everybody serves coffee in the back, and we're the cool church, you know? I don't know. I mean, I did see some cool things at church. Like, I remember one time... Two guys went up to altar call. One was a blood and one was a crip, and they threw their flags on the ground and denounced it. Whose church was that? That was ours. Oh, see? In, our, at the log cabin. Our church was cool. That's yeah, what see, it was saying. cool. Yeah. Like, Samoa's was in the streets. Yeah, I remember, uh, I won't say his name, but one of our homies growing up, he came in, he was kind of like a G, and he had a whole stack of his old CDs, and it was at, like, the men's retreat camp. And he threw them all into a fire, and I was just like, damn, those are good songs, though. Yeah. <laughs> hey, can I get one of those? Let me get 50 Cent's old album. Yeah, and I enjoyed doing that stuff, like hanging out with the boys or like going to church camps. I just like competing, like yeah. running around. And now. That's what church should be. It should be a community, you know? It should yeah. be people living together and just trying to be the best versions of themselves, you know? Not this like super commercial, what are you wearing, what are you listening to type of thing, you know? Call me mom. Oh my God. We won't go there. <laughs> At the end of the day, if you were, we're just people, you know? Yeah. It's just like, we just got to get through this life together, you know? But anyways, Stuart's going to be happy. We finally started talking about church and religion and he's not even here. I know. He's going to be like, damn, I had so much good things to say. We are talking about if we had a, a wedding, like when we get married, I was just like, yo... Stuart's like, oh, am I going to officiate your wedding? And I was like, no. Heck no. You'll be the best man, and Mike's going to officiate. Oh, shoot. <laughs> I can only imagine. Mike was like, I, want, I bet you guys are all wondering why I'm up here. Everybody light your ceremonial blunt under your chair. <laughs> <laughs> I showed up early and set those all out for you. That's my we high will grade. send these guys on their honeymoon the correct way. <laughs> on a high horse. Yes. On a high horse. Oh, yeah. Man, so do you listen to any good music lately? Music? What's on uh, your playlist? Really. I mean, I listen to a lot of the same stuff. You know what I mean? R&B, LMI, Summer Walker, people like that. 
freaking uh, Give On. Give On. Little Country, actually, I missed in recently. I like Mason Ramsey, that one song there. Yeah. Have you heard that one? Talk about the little yodeler kid. Yeah, the little <laughs> kid. He came out with a banger, dude. Yeah. I used to be the guy that yeah. talked about the guy. <laughs> Honestly, my favorite country singer right now is pretty much one of the only ones I know. Morgan Whalen. Hey. I know we had that episode talking about how he threw out a slur. The world has forgiven him. But man, he's one of the only like... He runs with Lil Durk. Like, <sighs> what can you say? But that's why like, if you listen to his songs, like, they got kind of... Some of them have like a trap beat. No one's on it. He's like, I gotta, I gotta appeal to the blacks. Yeah, it's kind of dope. And the whites. But it's a cool marriage, you know, like a trap beat with like country lyrics and. Lil Nas you know, X, fucking plug the world. <laughs> what's that one uh, TikTok business guy, the short dude, Gary? Oh, Gary V. Gary V. It's so crazy because that guy is a predictor. He is amazing because I. Six months before that Lil Nas X song came out, he's on record in a video saying, why doesn't Beyonce do a country song? And he said that, they're like, what do you mean? She was like, he was like, well, that's like the next thing to get tapped. I always thought that maybe, you know, like hip hop mixed with country would be cool. And sure enough. Well, man, we had that one Nelly song and uh, over and over again. But that did so well. That was you know? a good song. And that was like I a like decade that. before. So it's like, it's more... Like when Gary Vee was talking about, he's the one that put me on, like put on my radar about like basketball cards, baseball cards. Stuff like oh that. yeah. And he's calling them out. He's like, this card is going to be worth so much money. And For real. He called Luca. He called Ja Morant, Nikola Jokic. That guy has like a sight of this. He can see into the future. He was an early investor in Facebook. He's a early investor in Snapchat, YouTube, like all of them. And it's just, and and his story is interesting. He like he set up, he worked like his first until he was like thirty five for his parents and made them made it a million dollar company. And then was like, okay, I'm gonna do my own thing. You should tell him to be the GM for the Seahawks because that guy got an eye for talent. And would help. He's gonna be looking at first graders like this kid's going places. And it's gonna be the great. And it's gonna be filthy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Gary Vee, we love you. That's what's up. Help us out, man. Gary V, tell us uh, yeah, tell what we can do for our podcast. We have to make a lot of content. That's what he says. At least content a day. You need to be posting like five times a day. You know, one of your things will go, and then you'll just go from there. Mm-hmm. And that'll be your identity. <laughs> Goddamn. You'll be the kid who spins the speaker on his head while <laughs> uh, Justin Bieber and Kid Leroy song play. That kid gets mad views. Yeah, he does, bro. And I'm like, yo, he looks a little off. Offset. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what we can do. This will be. Uh, it's been a fun project. We gotta add video, all that stuff. You guys are just along for our conversation right now. We didn't really have anything planned today, so you guys. I hope you guys don't mind uh, the the episode of us just kind of shooting the shit. Shooting right now. the shit. Pew 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 pew. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking it up. I mean, what are you listening to right now? Um. Lil Baby dropped two new songs. Lil Baby is filthy. I like Lil Baby. He is nasty. And it only takes him like 10 minutes to make a damn song. Like, that is wild. I really, uh... Oh, you know that fucking First Class by Jack Harlow. That song is slapping right now. Like You're hating on that song. What? I'm like, you guys are just hating because all the women love Jack Harlow. Yes. It really don't matter what he says. But that 
they were crawling those bars mid. I was like, honestly, guys, it's really clever. It's a, it's a, it's like a pop song. It's not supposed to be like the craziest bars ever because it's about to be played everywhere. Yeah. So you, it's about the money. That at the end of the day, that's what I've learned from the ATL, the Atlanta show. The music industry is all about the money. So this is a money move right there, Jack Harlow. Jack Harlow's funny because he just performed at the uh, Nickelodeon Kids' Choice Awards. Hey. And he tried to play that song, but he had to, like, mute half of the song. Yeah, it makes like, sense. sexually explicit or swearing. And I'm just like, why is that the song? You, I know it's, like, the, one of the biggest songs in the country right now, but, like, that isn't the song you, you sing at the Kids' yeah, Choice Awards. Yeah, what's popping? Brand new whip just hopped in. It's the one that's on 2K twice. It's on 2K20 and 2K21. I was like... Perfect song. Are you serious? Like that's you- clean. It's just a hype song. Get the kids going crazy. Even um, the one with uh, Lil Nas X. I know the music video is kind of crazy, but... Industry, baby. Yeah, but the lyrics aren't, like, horrible, you know? I told you long ago... Yeah, that song's pretty dope. Yeah. It was... Uh, a banger and this one is for the champions (laughs) have you listened to bb no money no okay so he's like a mostly a producer but uh i would say he really started blowing up at the very beginning of tiktok like a lot of his sounds were it's bb no dollar sign what song la 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 uh yeah that one's really good he came out with a new one on friday mathematics which is uh pretty banger he has a lot of songs with Young Gravy, who I think is a hilarious white rapper. Yeah. Uh, he hasn't really blown up yet. Like, he's, like, right there at the cusp. He likes MILFs, Young Gravy does. And that's his, like, thing. He'll go to a concert and be like, I'm gonna fuck your mom. <laughs> what? You know what, guys? I really trust Mike's uh, music choices. I think I've said this on this podcast before, but for you new listeners... Mike is the one that put me on to my favorite rapper right now, which is J. Cole. Hey. Oh, his new song with Bia was Filthy London. That thing goes. I'm not like I'm I was like, that's an interesting name because J. Cole was on a song with Young Thug called London. Mm-hmm. Hey, meet me at the London. Yeah. And then he goes on a song with Bia and it's called London. And then his he just killed it. His you verse was nasty. You know what's crazy about J. Cole is his features are almost better than his music. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, he went on a tear, what was it, 2019, 2018, where he just featured on, like, 10 different tracks. Yeah, he just murdered everyone. Oh, my God. They're so dope. Because he produces all his own music himself, and I feel like that is kind of the problem. Like, it's dope that he's producing, and, like, he's a part of, like, the entire process. But I feel like if he had more people in on his projects, maybe his music would be, you know, on the radio more. Yeah, I I mean, all his songs are good. Uh, he just came out with an album with uh, with the um, rest, like his whole label. And there was like 15 songs. Dreamville? Yeah, and it was it was really good. I enjoyed it. Nice. Yeah, it's been a uh, been fun year. Music's been popping. It's Any like Seattle artists that you do? Oh, what do you call one guy that you guys were listening to last year? The kid from Burien. Oh, Travis Thompson? Travis Thompson. Travis Thompson. Travis Thompson's dope. He's blown up. What's this guy's name? B. 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 No dollar sign. Let's play this. It's a music video, so we'll see if there's an intro. Hey. Uh. Flame suit, French letter, and my girl back. Gatekeeper says, hope I ain't coming back. 15 minute TED talking like a 40 rags. One million. 
Hey. He makes the beats and he raps over them and it's funny, entertaining, and I think they slap. Big deals like TJ Maxx. <laughs> bars. <laughs> Dummy bars. For real. He's nice. Yeah, I like every day I go on to I look at everything that was just uploaded that day yeah. and try to see if I can find a banger before everyone else. New Music Friday is my favorite day. Maybe that should be your segment. New Music Friday. FISO New Music Friday. Yeah, we've been trying to talk to everybody about uh, each of us having a segment. We haven't figured out Stuart's. I don't know, maybe Mike's is uh, New Music Friday. Yeah, well, you know, I, I got to name it something cool. Oh, I think um, I said a word earlier. Uh, it's not feasible. I like that word because it sounds like feasible. <laughs> It's not feasible. That's pretty dope. So, feasible Friday, or I guess it, well, we don't record on Fridays. So, feasible fisos, artists of the week. Yeah, I was thinking I'd just do lists, lists of different categories. Lists. My favorite, whatever, like whatever the topic is. Top three, top five. We all make a list. That'd be pretty dope. I mean, that's why I do it on my social media anyways. I just do lists of things I like or think are, think are funny. Man, they've been doing lists since the Ten Commandments, Jay. We need some fresh. My lists are better. <laughs> better than the Ten Commandments. My lists are better. Preach. <laughs> gospel right there. My list are the gospel. All right, so... Um, you know who I really... I watched a lot of uh, videos before I got here of... Vegeta. Let's talk about Vegeta for a second. This guy is so tight. Okay, guys. Vegeta is the s second biggest character in Dragon Ball Z. He's so the prince of all Saiyans. We're going to have an intro to this. So That's we're true. going to, to anime now. Yeah, we're going to talk <laughs> about some animes. Dragon Ball Z, go. All right, Vegeta. <laughs> he's just... he's. I think he's the second best character. In, uh, I mean, obviously it's Goku because... He's number one because, but I, I like Gohan more than I like Goku because I think Goku's like, he's OP, too powerful. Like he just keeps, oh, he's the strongest guy. Oh, there's another stronger guy. Oh, I'm even stronger now. <laughs> but I guess they like wrote that into the Saiyan canon. Every time a Saiyan loses, when they heal, they're as strong as the person that beat their ass. So interesting. Yeah, and That's just lazy writing. I know, right? <laughs> and they were like, why? Okay. First of all, let's start off by saying the only reason Goku is the way he is is because he has brain damage. He f he landed on his head hella hard when he landed on Earth and just got amnesia. Didn't even remember the mission. The mission that had been training in his face the whole time there to take over the planet. 
And he landed from some kung fu master right next to him. And the guy was like, oh, I'm going to train you to be a badass. So what you're telling me is that if he didn't hit his head, he'd be... He would have destroyed the planet. He would have been Invincible's dad. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and, nice. But Vegeta, he's like the prince, you know. And he, he had to watch his whole planet get destroyed by Frieza, right? And then he has to be Frieza's lackey, so you know that that fucking sucks. And so him and his like three Saiyans are like the only ones that are left. Him, Nappa, Raditz, and they all are like, we got man, we got. We hear there's a Saiyan somewhere. I feel him. I feel him in the air. And so they go there, and Goku whoops all their ass, and it's like, just imagine going from thinking you're the fucking top dog, and then you meet someone who's like a fucking peasant compared to you and then he just whoops your ass forever for the rest of the show oh my gosh i could not live like that i'd be pissed too and vegeta like you said he's the prince of all saiyans and he's just getting his ass and he's by a prideful friend. like that's yeah. that's his word pride i mean i'd be pride i'd be prideful too man he's like the most powerful warrior and he's the prince future king of his planet yeah like some people are kings of the country president of a country this is king of the planet Thing. For Jesus. real, and God complex right there. And then the writer said that the only way to like attain Super Saiyan is you have to have, you have to be a good person, which is why no other Saiyan was able to get there before because they are like the whole Saiyan race is just fight everybody. They just like Black Air Force They're energy race. all the time, <laughs> and so they don't know how to be nice to anybody, right? Yeah. So like Goku had brain damage, and now. He's a good guy. And because of that brain damage, now he can go Super Saiyan. And now, and then that leads, like, Vegeta to, like, have a family and go Super Saiyan because of that. Like, softens him up a little bit. And the moral of this story, everybody, is that sometimes just being in contact with people makes you a better person. Because Vegeta didn't even know that the key to unlocking his power was to just be a better person. Yeah. But he met Goku, and he was like, you know what? He's like, I'm going to try some of his shit. I kind of want to be like, you got people that love you. Nobody likes me. And then he just started a family. Boom, Super Saiyan. Easy. Easy peasy. Sometimes surrounding yourself with successful people makes you more successful. Super dope. Yeah, I saw a video where the guy was like, I instead of listening to music while I lift, I listen to anime speeches. And I was like... You know what? What? Pre-game, I used to listen to like motivational speeches and like stuff from movies that made me like super hyped up. The number one thing I listened to before games was the Remember the Titans freaking Koji Yo speech on the sideline when he was like, I don't want them to gain another yard. That hypes me up every single time. That's like my favorite scene in all movies. I can listen to that every day, still get chills. Yeah, for real. That you was... blitz all night. I was like, I'm a blitz. I'm a blitz. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> we told you to cover, Jack. I'm a blitz. <laughs> Coach Yost. That's my grandpa. <laughs> oh, my God. If he told me to do that, I was like, yo, he's a Kennedy, bro. We're yeah. related. We're, we're cousins. <laughs> I'm channeling him. But, yeah, that's pretty funny. It's pretty funny that he does that. But, yeah, Vegeta. Um, I would say Vegeta is my fourth favorite Dragon Ball Z character. Okay, who, what are the, out of the five? So who are five? So oh, we're going to do a list. You can do a list. Oh. We'll set, I set you up. Segway, alley-oop. But uh, I'll say number one is Trunks. Trunks I is cool. I just fucking love Trunks and the sword. He was so much better in Dragon Ball Z in like the 90s. And they nerfed the shit out of him. But Trunks was my favorite. The hair, the sword, everything. 
Um, number two, probably Gohan. Probably Gohan, then Goku, then Vegeta. I think Goku is obviously the person, every time something's going south in an episode, I was like, where's Goku? But yeah, he's, he's kind of boring of a character. I think Vegeta is way more fun, but he always gets his ass whooped. So I'm like yeah. really not trying to watch a lot of Vegeta. Too prideful. He's really just the measuring stick for Goku. He's so like, Goku will watch Vegeta go fight and be like, okay. And that's how he figures out how strong the opponent is after watching Vegeta get his ass whooped, you know? Okay. So for my list, it'd be Gohan, Vegeta, and then coming at number three, we have Krillin. Because mm. Krillin's a fucking G. Krill, Baldy. He is not afraid to die. <laughs> he is and he not, dies a lot. Yeah, it's his fucking pastime. He's like, oh, I'm gonna, I'll just go to the battle. I'll see what I can do. Yeah. I think he, he stopped. He should have stopped going to battles when Vegeta came because he got his ass whooped then. Then they went to Nam. He got his ass whooped then. Died. And then he came back. Died again. <laughs> it's like, you can't wish him back anymore, guys. Oh, dang. But yeah, I think he's a G. He never backs down. He's always there. And he bagged an android and wished her to be human like a gangster. He could have ended the world hunger. And he's like, nah. <laughs> Did you say four? Yeah, four. that was three. And then four is... I like Cell. Cell's dope. Cell's an interesting character. I thought we were talking about just the heroes. Oh, nah, nah, nah I don't... But no, Cell's dope. Cell's a dope fourth. And then for five, I think Master Roshi was fucking... Master Roshi. Master Roshi's funny, but then tied for five also is Mr. Popo, because that dude, they, like, drew him so racistly, and I'm like, he's, wow. He's super Indian, like... Whatever, yeah, yeah, whatever he is. It's pretty fucked up. He's, like, <laughs> shit. he's yeah. like, oh, it's fucked up. Like, it, it was, like, mild... It looked like, like vaudeville or, like, yeah. blackface well, It looked kinda. like a blackface, yeah, because he's got super... He, big super, red. But he has black skin and, yeah, big, big red, red lips. lips. Yeah, it just looks like, fucked. Yeah. yeah. I, was, I was like, damn, that guy looks funny as fuck. <laughs> something funny about Dragon Ball Z, Mike? What? Um, when I was growing up, I would have died on this hill if I argued with anybody, but I was like, the Saiyans are Samoan. The Saiyans are hella fucking Samoan. Like, they all got long hair, it's black, they're all fucking warriors, they're monsters... And they just live to fight. Like, that just sounds like Samoans to me. Yep. Sounds like some ancient ass Samoans right there. Like these dudes got long ass hair. Like, oh my God. When I was in like fourth grade, some kids were picking on me. And so I just was like, started powering up. <laughs> and like, I was really like straining myself. And then I blacked out and beat the shit out of all these kids. And then oh I came God. through and was like, what a story. And I looked at my friend, and I was like, did I go Super Saiyan? <laughs> and then he was he like... You went Super Saiyan, bro. He said, you went something. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck that was. Have you ever seen, like, a crying, wailing... <laughs> oh, my God. And for those of you who don't get that, it's like, Super Saiyans have to power up, and so they'll sit there and flex out, and just, for like... like two episodes. Yeah, and their energy will rise. Uh, but they'll power up for, like, 20 uh, minutes. It sounds like they're taking a fat shit. I'm not mm. even gonna lie. Like I swear to God, Goku was charging his spirit bomb for five episodes, and, like, and then they just scream. Like whoever can scream the loudest got the most powerful attack. Uh, it's over nine thousand decibels. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, you know, I think that was a pretty good episode, Jay. <laughs> we gotta work on our intros and our outros. We're out, pro. <laughs> We're going to guess next time, too. Wayne was such a dope guest, don't y'all think? Oh, yeah, that was good. He 
enjoyed being on. You know, we'll definitely have him on again, probably. My homie uh, Reese hit me up because Reese is a teacher too, and he uh, really loved that episode. It was his favorite one so far. So when you're listening, you got the teachers board behind you. Thanks, Reese. I'm happy Reese is uh, still teaching and not picketing for more money. Yeah. <laughs> this dude, when uh, I first met him, it was in his first year, and they were already like, the teachers' unions were already picketing for higher wages. I was like, damn, bro, you only been in a year. You're already asking for more money. <laughs> Heck no, we won't go. But we love you all. We love our teachers. Love Wayne. This was a dope episode. Even without Stu. I'm glad we could just uh, shoot the shit and talk. Yep. And uh, we will definitely see you all next week. Uh, I don't have any shout outs this week. Do you um, have any shout-outs? I shout out to my father. His 70th birthday. Big 7-0. Quite the milestone for this, this young man. And uh, yeah, that's about it. Excellent, excellent. Well, we will all see you next week. Emerald Perspective, out.